Hello, I'm Isaac Labby. I'm sure we all have stories to tell. Stories of us as children and our experiences. So join me as I share my own stories of me growing up as a child in Nigeria. The flogging, the thrills, the experiences, the culture and values and lessons. And also of me growing up as a young adult in Kenya. Let us see how the world is viewed in Isaac's eyes. Welcome to In Isaac's Eyes podcast. No talks here, no welcome you. Good day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to In Isaac's Eyes podcast episode 5. Thank you so much, guys, for all your love and support. We have hit 105 listeners for our previous episode on Meet the Chairman. So please make sure Superwoman gets as much listeners as well. So share, subscribe, you know, (laughs) send to your friends and family. And thank you so much for your comments, for your replies and for your support i am super super grateful and yeah we are we are we are here for episode five you know it's it's amazing and so yes in this episode we are going to be talking about my own personal experience you know we've done with my sister my brothers now my mom so it's my turn i guess and yeah first of december um First of December was really <laughs> crazy in the sense that um, I actually slept at around the same time my dad passed. Um, it was 2 a.m. in Kenya and yeah, he died like around midnight in Nigeria, I believe. Um, and uh, you know, I was just being me, doing nothing important. <laughs> And I had exams the next day, actually, that morning, doing nothing important, just staying up. And I slept, woke up, my aunt, my phone was off, so my aunt was looking for me, which was, why is my aunt looking for me? I was actually in Nairobi during that period. My aunt stays in Mombasa with her entire family and my uncle. And... um, I was in Nairobi trying to get a new passport because I lost my passport early last year. So it was during exam periods for school and I was just like, why is my aunt calling me on school day? So finally she gets to me and she's like, um, she starts making up excuses like, how are you doing your exams? You don't have a laptop there. How have you been doing your exams? I'm like, I've been using my friend's laptop. She's like, you see, that's not comfortable. Uh, your uncle and I think it's best that you come back home. So it was, it was really a questionable moment because I was like, I have never complained that I am struggling with writing exams. So why are they, you know, telling me to come back and like write exams at home? Then she was making more excuses like, oh, you can come. Um, there. There was a program that was happening last year in my uncle's church and it was it was on a tuesday um it was to start on a thursday then she was like you can join the choir you know and i was like there is literally one day before the program there is no way i can join the choir so it's like and even my aunt knows that so i just felt like there was a lot of excuses coming up and i was just like what's happening my mind was not fully connecting in the sense that there was something bigger going on so like luckily for me i was not online 
that morning. So I did my exams, I finished, I went um, to school, grabbed some extra clothing to go to Mombasa for whatever the case was. I was just like, okay. And then when they said they were getting me a flight ticket, like, okay, we mostly use the train stations to go to Mombasa. So it's just like flight. Now that's too urgent because like flight was what we used when um, Corona came heavily in Kenya and schools were closed and everything. So I'm just like flights are only used for emergencies, especially if like for us, the kids. And yeah, I was just like, okay, you know what? Me, I'm going to accept it. Let's go for the flight. Then uh, I finally checked my WhatsApp and my friend, um, her name is Peace Peace Dukwa. And she she usually does this thing where anytime someone passes, she like posts the person's picture and says and captions it, please tell me it's not true. So she came into my DMs and was like, DMs is direct messages for for the parents listening to this. <laughs> so she came into my DMs and was like, please tell me it's not true. So I was like, now who is dead? So I'm like, what do you mean? So I think it was at that point she realized that I had not yet been told the news so she quickly said oh sorry it was a mistake and i like it's not a mistake but you know what i pushed it to the side and i was just i was very ignorant on that day i don't know why it's like my mind was refusing to put the pieces together i don't know so um yeah so as at that point it was i, I was just moving along so i was going to get my things as i was coming back I got uh, a taxi, went to the airport. Arrived at the airport, I am checking in. There were a few problems, but like I was able to check in because I was a student and all. And just as I was checking in, I I, I decided to buy bundles data for for the internet so that I can at least see some messages while I'm waiting for the flight because I was there way too early. And I see a message from my friend, her name is Glory, and she was like, sorry for your loss. Then I'm like, what do you mean, sorry? Actually, it was like, sorry for your loss, may daddy's soul rest in peace. And I was like, what do you mean, may daddy's soul rest in peace? Because you know, the last time I spoke to my father, was on Thursday and this was a Tuesday this was like what Friday Saturday Sunday Monday four days after you're telling me rest in peace so I was really confused and then at that moment she also found out that I did not know so when I was asking her she did not respond I tried calling her she did not respond and I was like what's happening you know uh I finally asked my friend Peace, I actually WhatsApp called her right there in the airport and I'm like, what's happening? What's going on? This is what someone is sending to me. What's happening? Tell me. Then she's like, go and check my status. And she was like, please take heart. And I'm like, what do you mean take heart? Like the confusion right there in the airport was, it was everything for me because <laughs> it was crazy. You know, that, that moment where you are really, really absent-minded you do not understand one single thing that is going on you're like what is happening what do you mean how when it's like it's like the brain that is said to be so intelligent <laughs> the intelligence bundles just disappear poof it's gone and 
I I go to people's status and I'm just seeing a lot of people posting my dad's photos and like rest in peace rest in peace so i am confused what do you mean rest in peace this man was fine when i spoke to him on thursday he was sounded very very okay i did not hear of any sickness i was not told of anything in my head there is no way this could have happened and whoa okay and um uh, right there i was now trying to like call my sister because I was not like, what's happening? So I, I sent her a message. She blue ticked me. And I was just like, after she blue ticked me, it got worse. Because I was not like, what is happening? No one is telling me anything. I'm confused. I'm lost. I was just stranded right there in the airport where I was sitting. And I felt like I, I was causing a scene because I was talking loudly. Like, what is happening? Tell me what is happening. And then I called my my cousin El, El Rofi and I was just like, El, what's happening? This is what someone is telling me. And like, literally, I was holding the tears in in me because I was just like, it can't be, it can't be possible. What, what's happening? And right there, my cousin lied to me and was like, he didn't know. I'm like, what do you mean you don't know? He's like, he doesn't know. He will ask his sister. I'm like, ask your sister then. So I'm waiting for a response from his sister while I'm still trying to call mine. And it's ringing, but she's not picking up. And then I finally decide to um, call Elle back. And he was like, his sister said she doesn't know anything. And I'm like, what do you mean? People, not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, not six, not seven many people are out here posting rest in peace and i was just like i'm confused what do you mean she doesn't know then then uh, he said you ask my aunt i said you should ask her so when he went to ask my aunt as i was there literally crying after before he 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 even got back to me on my aunt I, I started crying i started breaking down in the worst way ever like you know how children are like when they are crying and like they have mucus coming out of their nose and their eyes are all red and watery that was literally me and it was so crazy in the sense that i i had no control i literally covered my nose like not because of even covid it was because i was a mess i was wearing shades in the evening even though i didn't need shades because my eyes were too red from me crying and right there i called my friend claire because she was with me the past week and i was just like claire people are telling me my dad is gone people are telling me rest in peace take heart and i'm confused i do not know what's happening please like you know, in my head, like, in my head, my head is registered, okay, they're saying your father is dead. Then the other side of me is like, my father can't be dead. He cannot be dead. No, he he has too much left to do for him to die right now. And uh, the only thing Claire could do for me was to pray for me. And I was just like, fine. And then after that, which I am still grateful for. Thank you, Claire, if you're listening to this for what you did that day because 
I, 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 I was confused on who to call and I just called her because she studies psychology so I just thought maybe she's the person that will know how to help me resolve this because I am having a mental breakdown in the airport. It's the worst place to have a mental breakdown. Everyone is silent and they're just looking at you, crying loudly. And um, that's when my aunt called me. And my aunt called me and was like, why are you crying? And I'm like, because this is what people are saying. And then my aunt said these words. She was like, why are you believing what they said? Are we not your family? If it will have happened, we will have told you by now. Yes, that is in a critical position, but it is it has not yet been confirmed. I'm telling you, like the epitome of foolishness I was I was showing that day. It's like my mind was refusing to think from morning till that time. And I was just like, okay, fine. He's in a critical condition, but it's okay. It's like, but if he's in a critical condition, why are these many people saying rest in peace? Of course, probably someone has already said his past. And there's no way they will have gotten those details if not from their mothers. Their mothers are related to, their mothers are friends with my my mom and like they would know. And it didn't click in my head at that time. My head just wanted to hear that. So I went into the bathroom in the airport and I cleaned my face up and my eyes were red, like sizzling red, very red. I was having headaches, migraines, and I was just like, so I went <laughs> you know a funny thing is that I was actually on when I was on a call with my cousin I was crying do you know someone literally saw me crying and had the audacity to break my conversation to ask me what time is the flight <laughs> we thank God for salvation because the answer I wanted to give him then <laughs> moving on I'm so yeah, uh, after that, I clean myself up and I just go and I literally face the wall and I'm telling God, God, please. I'm like, God, if it's me, if it's me because of my stupid ways of living and my stubbornness and my attitude, God, take take something from me instead. Like, I, my mind was just offering God everything. It's like, take my arm, take my leg, take something, take my voice. Fine, take it, but don't take this man away from me because at that point was when me i felt like me and my dad were actually getting truthfully close truthfully close in the sense that i was learning to be comfortable with him and telling him my struggles as a person and what i think and my opinions and how i feel personally and not being too afraid of who he is and just learning to relate with him and become friends so I was like, you cannot take this man now. He is he is too important for him to be taken at this moment. Like, everything you think of, like how you see your parents and you're like, oh, they are going to be there when you have grandkids, all those jokes. You know, all those things of, oh, on my wedding day, this is how my father is going to react. Maybe when I finally bring that woman, I am going to spend the rest of my life with this will be his reaction. Knowing my father as a jokester, he'll make a joke probably and he'll be shading me and he'll be always on her side and never on mine. Those kind of jokes were literally breaking down in my head because I'm like, this is never going to happen. So while waiting for the plane, I tried my best to remain calm following the words my aunt said, it's not yet been confirmed. It's not yet been confirmed. 
all the time i was just listening to music and just be like god please god please like that moment my hope was at its largest it was so serious like i was like god i am not joking like me i am praying to you take take this leg take it me i don't mind huh? take 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 this other leg take both of them take take an arm take something take my voice take take something that i really really feel like that's my life take my voice take take it believe him so in my head it was like god you're going to come through god this is going to turn to a testimony this is going to be that testimony where you say i prayed and god heard me i prayed and god heard me and i'm never going to mess up in life again like i was literally making all that promises of god i'm sorry for what i did i'm sorry for what i've been doing but please don't do this to me don't don't do this to me right now because yo i i could not handle that information in my head so when i arrived my aunt came to pick me with my cousin l and yeah we were just making jokes in the car i was making jokes of how i had to write a special letter at the embassy and then they just overlooked the letter and they are just asking for things that are very unimportant and like at that moment it was me just like i trust god to do it i trust god to do it not knowing that he was already long gone (laughs) like i trust god to do it i trust god to do it so i went uh i arrived home my aunt was like go shower you're sweaty you know the usual covid19 you should clean yourself up and i was talking with my cousin el el rofi and i was just like bro if you'll have seen me in the airport i was a big mess like i i could not handle myself i literally called claire i was telling him the whole thing and this guy by the way, I praise him for his strength. Do you know this guy looked at me as I was saying all that and was laughing. He didn't even show one ounce of tears like something was actually wrong. It's like I was it's like I was that little child that had been lied to and I felt comfortable. Then my uncle called us for uh, a prayer and I was just like, okay. So he started bringing prayer points about the program that was happening on Thursday. And I was like, oh, he's probably bringing us to pray for the program. So I prayed. Then he said, let's sit. I said, maybe he's about to give us the speech of, you know, we need to be focused. We need to be connected, especially since like we are, we are, we are, we are literally living in the house of the person that is going to be passing across the message we should be we should be one of the top receivers you know those kind of things so like maybe it's just one of those and then he started in that direction but before i knew it he just diverted so he now said i should go and sit in between my aunt and uh, my cousin l and then I was like, why should I sit there? I said, okay, you know what? I don't ask too much questions. And then he started saying, like, can you remember the time uh, I told you you should be calling your father? And then at that moment, instantly, my head was like, no, God, please, no, please, no, no, no. And it was like, remember that time I told you to call your dad, check up on him, talk with him? I was like... Then he now said, um, your dad has been sick for a while. And I was just like, I never knew. I was never told how. I never noticed. 
then they brought up a time where i video called my dad then i saw his belly had swollen because my dad is like the diet freak of the family so if he has a swollen belly then what will happen to the rest of us so i was thinking the swollen belly was a pot belly apparently the swollen belly was because of the illness it was literally him being filled up with fluids and that's why that's one of the reasons that contributed to his death so at that time the guilt that was penetrating my mind <laughs> it was very heavy you know like that moment when you're downloading that large file into your laptop then everything freezes and your laptop starts overheating that was my brain that was my brain at that moment and i was just like god no and he was like in the in midnight hour your dad was rushed to the hospital but uh, unfortunately he couldn't make it <laughs> let me tell you like my my insides were boiling and the first thing was like god how like god how how why how and I was angry, I was sad. I I did not know what to do. My my migraine started coming back. My head felt it felt heavy and I was holding myself not to cry. I was holding myself not to cry. And then immediately said you have to talk to your mother. Immediately I heard a voice on the phone that I broke down like <laughs> the walls of Jericho came down and I was just like I cannot I cannot talk to this woman and so like the phone had to be taken away from me I had to calm down the amount of headache <laughs> the migraines that were flowing in was unimaginable I think like that was the greatest pain I've ever experienced because like I wanted to stop crying but I could not. It kept flowing and flowing and then my head just felt like it was about to burst open. How? Why? You know, coming from a, from a background of like believing in God and Christ and everything and like you're, 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 you're used to hearing so many testimonies of people coming back like people who were in very very tight situations you know maybe God God just wanted you to, 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 to work a miracle and I was just like why was this why why was this not one of them why was this why was this an exception then everything that started playing in my head at that moment was like he was in Kenya early that year January and he was making declarations in the church and he was like you will not lose any loved one this year and I was just like how come he was the one that was lost because I was just from losing my grandfather in February and there was a whole emotion to that <laughs> I was actually told about that one when I was in the dining hall eating with my friends so literally I broke down while eating sense of guilt again and then guilt 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 was all that kept pinching me my aunt 
trying to give me a little bit details of like how he passed and like <laughs> you know like how in the past episode my mom was just like he said thank you jesus thank you jesus and went that was not me like i had nightmares for a whole month thinking of how painful it was as he was going it was not thinking of that he went well or how he went it was just like how painful was it i was like the least god will have done is like make it a a very peaceful thing where he sleeps and he doesn't wake up i would have lived better with that knowing that at least it was peaceful I was angry at the guys at the ambulance. I was angry at the hospitals of Nigeria. I was angry at God. I was angry at so many things. Like so many things were were packed in my head that day. And I cried myself to sleep. (laughs) Had no control whatsoever. Did not know anything. Did my best to tell my friends that night. (laughs) And let me tell you, I did not feel like talking to them either. It was this moment of, I'm done. I'm done. Like, if God can take this man, then what am I doing? And God knew how much I needed this man. And... (laughs) Yeah, so that, that was literally 1st of December 2020 for me. And, like... That's literally the first day of the month. You're seeing people said you happy new month, and now you can't even respond because there's nothing happy about that new month. There was nothing happy about it, if I'm being honest. And thank you for listening to. Eyes podcast. Please do subscribe on whatever platform you're using. We can be found on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Google Podcast, and many more. Please, you can find me on my Instagram page at big underscore Isaac1822. At big underscore Isaac1822. And you can also find me on Facebook, Isaac Praise. Thank you so much. Have a lovely day. See you.